Hello, y'all, and welcome to the Candy for Trees podcast. My name is Persephone Jam, and I am your host with the most this fine Wednesday. So if you were following last week, you'll know that the new topic for Wednesdays is Wellness Wednesday. And today I'd like to talk to y'all about burnout and dealing with it. So a long time ago, I believe it was like in the Washington Post or the New York Times, I read an article about millennials and burnout. And it was very, very, very profound because it was talking about previous generations and how like, they promised us the same things that they were promised. And then about 2008, things hit the fan. With the housing bubble, with the economy, and then all of a sudden we were practically working for nothing. I'll see, hold on, let me write this down, as usual, so hold on a minute. Um, burnout article. And um, we, they were talking about how they were promised things that never came true. And so we ended up working, we, we ended up working so hard to keep afloat that things never happen. And as a result, we have kind of a burnout culture. And I don't know, I don't necessarily fall into either the millennial category, because I'm more of a, I'm on the cusp between, like, depending on how you define it, I'm on the cusp between Gen Z, um, basically 1997 and on, um, and not really a millennial. And between a millennial and Gen Z, but I'm really not a millennial. My husband is more of a millennial than I am, and I don't know, I'm more characterized by the advent of the internet, social media, and he isn't so much. But he is also a big, big, big example, I suppose, of burnout culture, because he will work his buns off for anything, and even if it goes past what his normal limit would be. And we've both been working on that, we've been talking about that a lot. And it's been important to me to see him do better, but he has been a prime example of coping with burnout and how to do it and how to not do it. So, and that's something that I have been fighting myself. And that's kind of why I want to talk to y'all about it today. Because burnout is important, especially now. And I believe for anybody, it can be important for anybody. Like creatives, people who work with business, people who work with like heavy equipment, it can be anybody. And so it's important to talk about. And I think along with Talk Tuesday and Music Monday, it'll go really, really, really well with this whole like week's theme of loneliness and loss and coping with all of it and just doing a better job of caring for ourselves. And so here's a little bit about my experience with burnout. So a couple weeks back, I was... For lack of a better word, I suppose, suffering. I didn't want to do anything. I had little to no emotional energy. And all of my normal creative things, I was just out of it. Like, I didn't want to do anything. And one of my friends, a dear friend of mine, said, Hey, Seth, I think you're burned out. Seth, S-E-P-H. Their nickname for me, it's super great. And uh, they said to me, hey, Seth, you're burned out. I'm like, what? How am I burned out? I don't do much. All I do is make art and clean up. And uh, like, it's, it was, it was something that didn't really click with me. And they were like, emotional burnout is a thing too. Now, 
And so I ended up taking an entire day to just sit back and do nothing. And it helped me out a lot. And it was a good hard reset for the week to come. Because, and I'd just been thinking about a lot about that. And that's kind of why I wanted to make it the topic for the day. And so as a result of that, like, I've been trying to cut back on what I do. I've been trying not to hyperextend myself. Because, like, when I'm writing my plays... When I'm writing anything, I can go at it for hours and hours and hours and hours and not even give myself space to breathe. And that's horrible because I call that artistic hyperextension. I don't know if that's the technical term for it, but I will hyperextend and have no energy the next day or the rest of the day or anything. Especially if I happen to be writing a really sad scene or something sad and my brain just kind of gets stuck in it. Which is not fair to myself and not fair to others around me. And I've been talking a lot with the same friend and some other friends about how that ties in with coping and how that ties in with processing. Like, sometimes I write to process. Sometimes I write to process what's going on in my head, what's going on around me, with what's happened to me. And it's interesting, like with creative things, processing, like with processing, you have to have a barrier. You have to set boundaries with yourself. And that's something I'm learning a lot about. And same goes with creative things. Like, I have to set boundaries. Like, if I've been writing for four hours straight, or I've been podcasting for four hours straight, I have to sit back be like, take an inventory. Like, have I eaten today? Have I had enough water? Am I tired? Am I hurting myself by doing this too much? Am I getting too far into my own head? And I believe I've mentioned this in a previous episode. I think it was actually Self-Talk Tuesday of last week or Wellness Wednesday of last week. I don't know. I need to keep better track of my episodes, keep more show notes and stuff. But it was, I remember we were talking about how there was this one guy, a friend of my dad's, and he said some words that have stuck with me for seven years at this point. When I get in my head, I have to get out and I have to help another child of God. Because that'll keep me from being depressed. That'll keep me from being selfish. That'll keep me from doing all sorts of things that I shouldn't do. I have to get out and help another child of God. And I don't know how y'all feel about religion. But... You can substitute child of God for a child of whatever your higher power is, your child of the universe, or what have you. Just help another human being, I would say. And so that's so important to me because that's that's something that helps me with my burnout until the point, and I have to be moderate with that as well, because I can get in my own head in many different ways. Like, I can get wrapped up in somebody else's problems Somebody else, like, I can get too wrapped up in other people, basically. Not not always problems, even. Just there, sometimes other people get to be, well, too much. And, but it's also very, very, very good to be around people. Because at my core, I'm an extrovert. I'm becoming more introverted by the month. But it's very, very cool to be around people, hear about what they have to say. But at the same time, it's important to take breaks. And since I've been taking breaks and allowing myself permission to take breaks, the running joke with my friends now is I'm the permit crab. Not the hermit crab, but the permit crab, and I give people permission to do things. And so I've been trying to give myself the permit crab treatment and do what I need to do to feel better. And there are certain things where, with the burnout, I can do 
I can accomplish some tasks when I couldn't accomplish others. Like, for example, cleaning up is something that I have limited energy for sometimes, but when I do it, it makes me feel better. Exercise is something I don't always have energy for, but when I get the energy for it and I do it, it I kill it for the rest of the day. And so it's been important to me to do these things and like make sure I have a lot of time for myself. But also, I've been having a hard time keeping my priorities straight, and that could contribute with the burnout as well. Like, that's something my husband and I have been talking about a lot, like priorities and making sure that there's like a sense of urgency for things that need to get done. And I, I'm honestly glad I'm talking about it here, because it's been a big sticking point for us. And I, to be true, to be honest, I haven't done a very good, t- haven't done a very good job of sticking to my priorities. I tend to go off in my own little world, and that's something I've done all my life, and it's something I need to stop. So I'm glad I'm talking about it here, because odds are, if I talk about it here, I'll actually remember it. And so I think another part of dealing with burnout is examining priorities. Like, what am I putting first? Am I putting my play first or am I putting self-care? Am I putting taking care of my friends? Am I putting taking care of my husband first? Like, of course, there's an element of self-care with playwriting, with making music, with writing poetry. But at the same time, that's not everything. And my dad put it in a really, really great way. Uh, He called it being herniated, where it's like there's... So if you were to make like a circle of everything I do, there'd be like a huge bulge out to one side. So I'd be like, circle, 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 bulge. And that bulge could be playwriting, music making, because then I will end up taking a hobby or a person or like a topic and just going, like, I think I talked about it yesterday with my yes button, where it's this big button that says yes in my brain and I slap it and I go. Mad props to my housemate for coming up with that one. Housemate is great. Yeah. And so, I salute you, housemate. And so, it's basically, I've I've been having to learn to moderate that yes button. And the yes button is very difficult, because sometimes I have to say, no, I want to press this yes button, but I gotta wait. And this waiting has really helped me do things better because I'm not trying to shove everything in at once. And I have to learn, I've had to learn that there's a time and a season for everything. So not necessarily in a way like I got to take it very, very, very slow. But at the same time, I have to space it out, do things on different days because today is not the last day in the world. Knock on wood. Where's my wood? Sparkles, you'll work. Um, And so... Finally, here is my sage advice for dealing with burnout. This is from my own experience. Again, I don't have a degree in psychology. I don't have, I'm not a doctor. I'm not your psychiatrist. But at the same time, I can tell you how I deal with it. So burnout with me, it's like if I had to distill it into a couple or like a little bit more than a couple tips to deal with burnout, I would say take breaks. And second off, I would say do anything you can at some point when you're starting to feel burnout or preferably before, take a minute to shut your brain off. If you're like me, my brain will keep going and going and going and going and going and it won't ever shut off. Even when I'm sleeping, because I deal with a lot of nightmares, I deal with a lot of very vivid dreams. And 
it's very difficult sometimes to get my brain to slow down. So what I do is I watch stupid memes on the internet. Like I look up to be continued memes or something like that. Like best vines, vines for chaotic evils or something like that. And I watch it. I watch them and it helps me to have a good laugh and just watch something nonsensical and just to chill out for a minute. And that's been really, really helpful for me. So with along with that, that is something that's important to me to do. And uh, along with coping with burnout, you need to take a break. Along with that tip for coping with burnout, you need to take a break every once in a while. And sit back and maybe either do something else or journal or meditate or something like that. I need to do better about meditation, by the way. Whoops. And so... What do you do to cope with burnout? If you're a creative like me, it's probably very difficult for you to shut your brain off. And so what do you do to shut your brain off? Um, let me know in a voice message. I can send, I'm going to put the link for the voice messages so you can send a voice message to me in the, the episode description. And I will also put my Facebook Messenger link so if you want to Facebook message me. Or even if you want to... Support support me on Patreon. That would be even glory, more glorious because I'm doing this special where I will improvise a song for you. And especially, I would love to hear your tips as a patron on Patreon if you sign up soon. Anyway, my name is Persephone Jam, and you are tuned in to the Candy for Trees podcast. I will see you tomorrow for Storytime and Writing Thursday. Signing off this fine Wednesday, thank you for listening.